Hello, world. Welcome back to the Ignited Fortitude podcast with Bobby and Steve. It's been a crazy week. We're not going to talk about how crazy my week's been, all the conviction, everything going on in my life. But uh, what we are going to talk about is guarding your heart. So um, tell them where it came from. So I'm reading this book right now, uh, God's at War. And uh, he talks about how uh, just the different idols that we have you know, in our life. And then although that we're not back in the day where we were, where we're worshiping these wooden statues and all these other things, he, he addresses the scene where he, he talks about like, um, let's look at your verbiage. Let's look at your search history and let's see what you've searched. And he brings up like some things that people have searched. He's like, that will have a tendency to become your gods, you know? And that's one of the things he addresses. And he brings up the whole thing where he says, um, he's like, I want you to examine your heart, uh, to find out, where your allegiance lies and where your glory goes. And then he talks about how in the Bible on, on Proverbs four twenty three, you know, above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. You know, the Bible says that it's the wellspring of life, right? you know, and that everything comes from it. And when we were looking at a topic, I was like, Hey dude, why don't we, why don't we do this? Yeah. And my number one question was, what are we guarding our hearts against? Right. And you asked me, and I was like, oh, I didn't even think about that. Right. Well, make, which makes perfect sense. Like, you know, being in the right. military, it's like, hey, we need to guard this, whatever it is. Well, that's a good question. Like, what are we guarding it from? Right. Like, let's get to specifics because what that, if, that's going to determine how I prepare, right? Like, how I guard, what, what do I need? What do I need to be strong in? What do I need to have? What tools? Yeah. So I think, you know, one of the things that we need to think about is like, obviously, when we're looking at that from like a military standpoint, we want to guard it from the enemy. Right. And so what would be the enemy? We kind of talked about it last episode about doubt, you mm -hmm. know, not so much that doubt is the enemy, but what we do with that doubt. Right. And what brings on that doubt is the enemy. Right. Because right. we know that Satan wants to come, that he wants to steal, kill and destroy. Right. So, um, so then not only what are we guarding our heart from, you know, but what are we trying to protect with it? You know, right. and here's the thing, like if, if the Bible tells us that everything that we do flows from it, then we need to think about that because Proverbs, what is it? Proverbs, what was it? 27, 19? Uh, yeah. Proverbs 29 at uh, 27, 19, I believe is where he says, the, go uh, ahead. No. That one is as in water, face reflects face. So a man's heart reveals the man. Um, right. So talking in that sense where it's like, hey, you know, just as water reflects a man's face when you look into the water, um, so does our heart. Our life reflects what our heart condition is. You know what I mean? And I think right. it's it's interesting to say, you know, I've talked to you, you know, about, you know, sometimes doing marriage counseling with people, you know, and you can see where people are at, you know, and it's kind of like uh, one of the books that we go through um, is married and how to stay that way. And the first chapter that he opens up with in that, in the whole book is on the will. Like how willingly are you, are you wanting to, to stay in your marriage? And he, and he has you like rate yourself on a scale from one to 10, you know what I mean? Right. Where, where are you? And I think a lot of the times like people, you know, will get into an affair or they'll get into, um, stealing something, right? Like we can talk about like tax fraud or whatever, like, and a lot of that happens. It, that doesn't just happen in a moment. Right. That is something that has taken place because you have already processed that in your in your mind, right? And and Jesus tells us what? Like, hey, we're supposed to love the Lord your God with what? All of our heart, mind, and soul. Heart, mind, and soul. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, you know, in the Hebrew language, it just talks about how like our heart is is um, you know, everything that comes from the person. 
You know what I mean? Like that's the center. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's the center. You know what I mean? So we need to guard that. So we guard that from the enemy because if the enemy gets in there, infiltrates us and deceives us, then guess what? Then we act in sin. Well, we act in sin or guess what? It starts leading us off that path. You know, I think in in Proverbs where he even talks about that, like the very next verse that he says, um, you know, he says in 23, it says, you know, guard your heart above all else for it determines the course of your life. And then listen to what he says. He says like right immediately after that, he says, avoid all perverse talk, stay away from corrupt speech. And then he says, look straight ahead and fix your eyes on what lies before you. Mark out a straight path for your feet. Stay on the safe path. Don't get sidetracked. Keep your feet from following evil. But, you know, and he talks about like, hey, guard your heart because it's going to take you off course. Right. And what does he say? Avoid all perverse talk and stay away from corrupt speech. Man, and I just think about that like even in a marriage, you know, when a person starts, you know, um, you know, think about you get in a fight with your spouse mm-hmm. and then you get in the car. because like, fine. You walk away, you know what I mean? And then you start giving yourself the self-counsel and what do you start saying? Oh, whatever it comes down to, you know what I mean? And that's corrupt speech, dude. You know what I mean? Um, Maybe you're in a a work environment and your boss, right? Oh, he's just an idiot. He's just this, he's just that. And then you are going to start, like you start sowing those seeds, right? And now you're allowing the enemy to plant whatever he wants to plant to take you off the path of what you're supposed to be right. holding on to. Just a little example, a little sidebar. When you mentioned work environment, I started thinking about this and I've been thinking about it for a couple of days and I didn't, didn't equate it to guarding my heart until right now is, you know, I, I have a coworker that at one point in my career was my boss and him and I um, don't see eye to eye. And a lot of people in the office uh, look at him and he doesn't really know what he's doing. Right. And, but when it comes down to it and I look at how we're acting around him, you know, like w- we do a lot of that talking, that gossip behind his back, like, oh, great, here he goes again, you know, doing this, doing that, not doing his job. And we're not, nobody's doing anything to fix it. Um, whereas like, I'll tell myself like one day, I'm like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to partake in that. And as soon as I get there and the first thing that happens, I'm like, man, this guy's such an idiot, you know, <laughs> like, and then I'm talking to somebody else about it and, and it, it's not, it's not, it's not right, you yeah. know, and I've, I've noticed it and I've tried to, tried to stop, but I, I don't rely on the right thing, right? I rely on my own knowledge and my own beliefs. And I'm just like, oh gosh, why can't this guy do what he's supposed to do? And then it just snowballs. And all of them, like when all of these things start with just like that little thought, like in a marriage, when you are, are, you know, you're sitting there, like you're like, for men, an important part of marriage is the intimacy, right? And you're sitting there and you're like, man, like, I want that intimate time with my spouse and it's not happening. She's always too tired or there's always something that's going on. And like, so like then you, that snowballs and it's like, well, you know, the enemies, they're like, well, you know, there's other women out there Mm -hmm. or, or there's pornography or there's something else. And that's what we need to be guarding our hearts against. Right. Like those little thoughts, those little things that instead of looking at it, like, like, oh, well, I'm not getting what I need. Well, maybe your spouse, maybe there's something going on with your spouse that you're not giving your spouse what she needs either. Or Well, and that's and that's so true, dude, because like, I, you know, I've told you, um, I mean, 
that's a big one that a guy will complain about, right? Mm -hmm. Is the intimacy. And immediately when they say, well, you know, we're just not intimate, blah, 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 blah. Whether a guy's talking to me on his own or it's in, in marriage counseling and they bring that up, the, my first thing is I look at the wife and I'm like, how do you feel like how he's treating you? Like, are you, are you not intimate because you just got too many things going on? Or is, is there something deeper going on that he's kind of put you in a, in, in a, in a place? And most of the time it's because, you know, the guy's just not focused. You know what I mean? He's right. got whatever else going on. It doesn't even have to be something simple. You know what I mean? It just be not tending to her needs. Right. Not helping out. Like, hey, take out the trash sometimes, you know, make sure the dishes are done, whatever. Or why is this not happening? Or how many times do I have to say this? Or how right. many? Yeah. And complaining about the lights being on, whatever it is, mm -hmm. right? Like there's always something that, that you, if you really took a step back and looked at what's going on, you could be like, okay, I'm not helping. I'm not making her feel like she's valued in this relationship. You know, I treat her like a slave, like make sure my house is clean <laughs> and, and make sure I have food when I get home, whatever. Like, you know, there's, uh, I know like we talked before we started, you know, the different scenarios, like with me, it was, it was like, I'd never took into account when, when Kim and I were really having issues. Um, and we did the book married and how to stay that way when we were having issues, what was overall going on, you know, we were both working full-time, jo full-time jobs. She had to get up at one o'clock in the morning and go to work. And then I would be home, get the kids off to school, which is super easy, right? Like, Hey, eat a bowl of cereal, grab your backpack, nope. brush your hair, brush your teeth, get out, yeah. you know? And, um, but then I would go to work and she would come home while they were at school and then they would come home from school and then she would be taking care of them. I would get home in the evenings and she would be ready to go to bed, eat dinner and go to bed because she had to be up at one o'clock in the morning, it, you know, not looking at all of that, just looking at like, Oh man, we're not being intimate, you know, like, mm -hmm. and it's her fault, not mine. I'm here ready, you know, like <laughs> yeah. it's, it's her fault. And, uh, so I think that that is where like you, when you really take a step back and look at what's going on, like you, you can see like, okay, I'm feeling this way, but the, what the enemy is telling me is not the route I need to go. I need to look at how can I make how can I make it so that we both have time together and th that it's not consumed with kids? And mm -hmm. so that, that's just my sidebar going way, <laughs> way out at the way out there. Like we're not really talking about guarding our hearts anymore. We're doing relations, relationship Marriage stuff. Counseling. <laughs> yeah. So no, um, well, you know, but that, but even so that works out in a marriage and it works out in other relationships, even talking about the, the you know, your work environment. It could be with any situation that somebody has somebody, you know what I mean? Like uh, some stuff that has happened in a family or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, I just talked to somebody recently that was like, hey, you know what? I haven't I haven't been going to church because I got some issues with some of the people. You know what I mean? I'm not going to get too specific about stuff, but you know what I mean? And it's like, okay, that's understandable. You know what I mean? But there's a, here we go. Like you need to guard your heart against those things because now you're going to get into a place where you're going to start developing resentment. You're going to start, you know right. what I mean? And a lot of that comes from because you're, you're believing the lie, right? We've talked about it before. Like uh, don't give up what you know for what you don't know. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? We're already assuming somebody else's motives. We're, we're upset at somebody at the expectations that we've put on other people, right? Mm -hmm. Like if I put expectations on a coworker that I was expecting them to do something and I walk in and, and they didn't do it. 
well, I'm mad at them and I didn't explain anything to them. I didn't, I didn't express what I was supposed to do or I didn't let them know like, hey, you know what? You know, you're always coming to me with whatever is going on and I don't handle that with you. You know what I mean? That's So we are looking at externals, you know what I mean? And those are the things that are like, like he said in the book, like, or like even in Proverbs says, we're like, you know, like if the water reflects the face and, you know, your life reflects the heart. So like if you're always getting mad and you're always getting angry, you got to check yourself. Right. Like the first thing you need to do is just stop and say like, man, why am I so angry? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, I, the the questions that people always ask is, you know, just teasing in a sense where it's like, you know, if I already hit my hand with a hammer, you know, is a four letter F bomb going to come out of my mouth? You know what I mean? But I think even even deeper than that, like if you're so willing, like when somebody, you know, cuts you off in traffic and if you're so willing to to give out, you know what I mean, a cuss word or whatever, it's not like, oh, you're this sinner, but what you need to stop and think is like, man, why was, why did that come out so easily? Right. What's in your, what's in your heart? What's in and, your heart? And one of the things you said was, you know, w- looking at, um, why, like w- how we, we place our expectations and what we're looking at, like from an outward perspective. And that brought me back to, um, first Samuel, uh, first Samuel 16, verse seven, where it said, I mean, and in, in this, right, God had sent Samuel to anoint King David, mm-hmm. right? And uh, saw Samuel had just saw uh, the Jesse's first son and was like, this surely is the yeah, one, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And God says, for the Lord does not see as man sees, for man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart, right? Like, and that's what, that's where I think we're failing. And we start to believe that lie is like outwardly, this is what we see. And that's what we believe as opposed to what God knows, what's in the heart of the, of those people. So, and we make those assumptions on our own, almost, almost like, and that's one of the things that we see over and over in the Bible warning us is like, Hey, you're not God. You don't, you don't know the plan. You don't know, Mm -hmm. you don't know the heart. You don't, you don't even, we can't even trust our own hearts. Right. Like, isn't there a scripture based off that? (laughs) Jeremiah, I even got to read down here. Jeremiah, I think 79, where it's like above all else, your heart is, is evil and wicked and for who can know it, you know, right. like you don't even know your heart. Right. So, I mean, knowing that like, Hey, okay, we need to not put those expectations on people and talk to them, you know, and not, and that was something that, um, that I know I struggled with for a long time and I still do have struggles with it is where it's like, man, why did Bobby say that? Like, why did mm-hmm. he say that? Like that, like putting me on blast or whatever, you know, like, uh, and oh, I can tell you what I said. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, it's one of those, one of those situations where we have to really look inward, not look at what that person's doing, look at ourselves and, you know, maybe are we just taking it out of context, you know? And, and I think that would be a way to guard your heart too, right? Like in, in the aspect of, why, if I feel that you're treating me a certain way, why are you treating me that way? Mm-hmm. Right. Like looking at it, did I really do something that is going to, that warrants that? Oh, you know, and, and that's huge. And that's, I mean, in, even in a marriage, that's especially mm-hmm. huge, right? Like if it's, you know, and that's going back to that whole thing. Like if, man, if this is, if this is happening in my marriage, what did I do to cause my spouse to react in such a way? You know right. what I mean? As opposed to just like, oh, while well, you look at how you're acting, well, did you take a step back and think of like, man, what what am I doing that is causing them to have this distance? You know what I mean? Right. Um, 
you know, e- even Jesus says like, uh, you know, when he gives a sermon on the Mount and, and he's giving, you know, like, he's really like giving him a lowdown and he's like, Hey, look, um, you have, you have heard it said that, uh, you know, to not murder. He's like, but I tell you, you know, even if you have hate for your neighbor, you know what I mean? If you have hate for somebody, then you've already committed murder in your heart. You know, right. he says this thing about adultery, like, you know, you have heard it said, do not commit adultery. But if you look lustfully at a woman, you have already committed adultery. You know what I mean? Right. In your heart. And you've in already done heart, it, you know, yeah. and he's like, he's like basing those things off. Like, so, you know, the, the, the action is like, you know, like they have, you know, you're, you're a police officer, right? Like uh, premeditated murder. Mm-hmm. Right? And right. That's like murder. Like what, what is that? Murder that, in the first degree? Yeah. Murder in the first degree. Right. It's, so like, that's the most like hardcore right isn't that like the yeah that's the big one that's the one that that you get the death penalty for right like that's the one because you had thought about it you had come up with a plan you you came up with a you had multiple times that you could step away from that plan it wasn't something that was out of self-defense you had these times where i could have turned away i could have turned away i could have turned away but i didn't i still went through with the act even had had all this time to think about it because I started planning here and yeah, it just happened. In, it's not like a road rage situation right. that it happened instantaneously. Right. Or all the way up, fight. all the way up to the act, you had plenty of time to disengage mm-hmm. and not go through with yeah, it. Yeah, and so think of how all I mean, like, look at. I, I think if it, if we think of anything, we're gonna think like, dude, murder is probably like the worst case scenario. You know what I mean? And if that gets plotted plotted out beforehand, you know what I mean? And that's based on somebody's you know, thought process and, and how they feel, right? Oh, look at how I feel, right? And here's the thing, like y- it, that always happens too because you put yourself above other people. They're treating me a certain way. I'm going to get them back. I'm going to, you know what I mean? I'm not going to tolerate this. You're putting you at that, you know what I mean? And right. I think even then, you know what I mean? Like we have to know, like when we have to guard ourselves, man, a lot of times we need to guard ourselves from us, you know? For sure. In Second Corinthians, what's it say? You know, like we don't wage war um, against um, Second Corinthians. What was it? Second Corinthians ten. I don't like the way the New Living Translation lays it out. Do you have it right there? Three through five, right? Yeah, three through five. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. And that's like when we're talking about like, okay, so how do I stop that? How do I, how do I counteract these things? Right. And that's it right there, man. Like taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. Right. You know, I, I think it's important to note that the the battle for our heart is spiritual warfare, yeah, right? I like I, I don't – I think a lot of people don't look at it like that. And um, when you became a believer, when you were born again, you were given a new heart, right? You mm-hmm. were given uh, – that heart of stone was replaced with a heart for Jesus, yeah. right? And that's what – uh, that spiritual warfare is, you know, the enemy trying to get every little piece of it that that he can, because when when he has a little piece of it, then that piece doesn't belong to Christ. Oh, and that's all he needs, dude. Right. That's all he needs. You know what I mean? It's like um, what rust. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? All it takes is a little bit of rust to just go ahead and corrupt the whole thing. Right. You know, uh, and, and, and what is the, the Bible even uses leaven, right? A little leaven leavens a whole lump. Mm-hmm. Um you know, one of the things too is like a lot of the times we go through situations and then we start thinking, uh, okay, behavior modification, 
you know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm so angry, so I just got to not be angry. Or, you know, I'm I'm cussing, so I need to not cuss. Or I'm um, looking at inappropriate things, so I need to just, I, if I just stop looking at inappropriate things, then that's going to solve the problem. You know what right. I mean? And we know that, like, hey, yeah, that's good. Like, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, whatever, you know what I mean, filters you need to put on or whatever music you need to stop listening to or whatever people you have to st- stop hanging around with. Like, absolutely. Like, even Pastor Ryan, you know, we brought it up where he's like, yeah, man, after I got saved, like, I just deleted contacts. I got a new phone, new phone number and everything else because I didn't want to associate with those people. So that's good. You know right. what I mean? But if we're just changing behavior, we're not changing our heart. Right. It's not a transformation. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just, okay, I'm changing my behavior. And I think understanding why too, right? Like, so a lot of people are like, well, you know, I know I'm not supposed to look at pornography. I know I'm not supposed to be angry. I know I'm not supposed to cuss. And it, But why? Hmm. Right. And that's where, like going back to King David, right? Like, I sinned against a holy God, sure. right? And recognizing that and and feeling that and and feeling what that what that is, right? Like it, in the Psalms from King David, it talks about having uh, that the sacrifice that God wants is that broken and contrite Contrary, yep. spirit, right? Like, and when you're when you try to hide that sin, you're gonna feel like you might as well be dead, sure. right? Like, and so I think that comes that's where it all comes together is like what why right like the the why are you guarding your heart is so that because you don't want to break god's heart yeah essentially right like that's why you Mm -hmm. are and i i think that uh knowing why you why you shouldn't cuss why you shouldn't lie still cheat you know have an affair all why is not just because, well, we shouldn't, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, well, you're, it's breaking God's heart and, and that feeling that comes along with it. If you, if, when you do the behavior modification, it's not, you're, you might be, um, doing it for the right reason, Mm -hmm. uh, or doing it because somebody, because you know, it's wrong, but do you know why it's wrong, right? Look, yeah, and that's important. And look at look at Judas, right? Like after he betrayed Jesus, he went and tried to to give the the money back, but that was remorse. That wasn't a repentance. repentance. Yeah. yeah, it was remorse. It wasn't repentance, and that's where like the behavior modification usually doesn't include repentance, right? Yeah. It includes like I just know I'm not supposed to do it. Yeah, you know what? And that's big, man. Like, because how many times do our kids do that, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, you're not sorry. And it's funny because I I remember we were talking. I don't know who I was talking to. It's like, you're sorry you got caught. You're not sorry. You know, like you're not, oh, yeah. you don't feel bad for what you did. You just feel bad that you got caught. You know, mm-hmm. and I remember, I don't remember what child I was talking to. <laughs> it was, a, I don't know who it was, man, but they're like, could I don't understand been, what that means. Could have been mine. No, it wasn't yours and it wasn't mine either. But I remember just somebody like, oh, I hate that. I don't understand that. That doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? And, but it's true because it's like, you're not, you're like, you're not a, you're not considering all the things that go into the decisions that you're making. You know right. what I mean? And you just like, you're just superficially just like Judas, right? You, somebody can look at that like, well, look, he was trying to give back the money. He was trying to, no, he was trying to get himself right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Jesus says it to to the Pharisees, right? It's like, you confess me with your lips, but your heart's far from me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that was quoted from back in Isaiah, right. you know? And it's like, a lot of the times, man, there's, there's so many people, hey, me included, you know, it's like, hey, I'm going to church. I'm doing all these things. Look at, you know what I mean? Like, there's this exterior facade that we put on to make it look like we're good. People don't know. 
Right. You know what I mean? People have no idea what, what's going on. You know, and if you don't get those things out and like, hey, let somebody know you don't have, we, and hopefully soon we'll, we'll uh, talk to Paul Lynn who was in here earlier. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But just like, if you don't have a group of people that you can, that you can hang on to and be honest with, so you can get that stuff into the light. You know what I mean? You're never going to be able to really truly get over those things. I'm not going to say you never will be because you know what? The Lord can do anything. Right. He doesn't need anybody. You know what I mean? But for us to have had that life in victory, man, we need people in that. You know right. what I mean? And it goes back to the, what, I mean, we've talked about it multiple times, like that accountability too, sure. right? Like, and, and we, we are all going to have those, those, times those days where we're going to be tested and you know being able to reach out in that moment is what's important like i mean we we had a conversation before this right where i was talking to you about my own struggle with pornography and i I didn't reach out to you then Mm -hmm. right but i reached out to you now like bobby i've been struggling Mm -hmm. you know and um it wasn't it's not um it's not about that's what the people having those people. Yeah. God is, God can do anything, but having somebody where it's like, Hey, I'm struggling with this, you know, and, and getting useful godly advice on how to defeat that and how to move forward from that is what's important when you are looking at those people in your lives and holding you accountable. So, and, uh, and of course, real, it goes back to in the, in the moment, right. I'm trying to rely on my own knowledge and my own abilities. And we can't do that. Like we're going to, we're going to fail if we rely on ourselves, right? Like we have to rely on Jesus. We have to keep our eyes focused on him. That's what, what it said, right? Like keep your eyes focused, like focus, keep your path straight. Like if you're not doing that, then, then you're, you're going to fail. Right. Like, yeah, dude, for sure. You know, one of the things that you said, and I didn't think about it until you said it was, you know, it it says here, guard your heart, not guard yourself. Right. And when we choose to not bring people in, dude, we're guarding ourselves, we're we're guarding our ego, we're guarding our pride, our pride, our, um, our, our, um, what am I trying to say here, man? Like the way that people see me, my reputation, you know what I mean? I'm guarding my reputation of, oh, I can't let it. And that's not what it says here, man. It says guard your heart. Right. You know what I mean? And hey, guess what? If I was, if we were, if we had to, you know, guard this building and it's like, oh, I got it. You know what I mean? Well, guess what? I can only cover, you know what I mean? One side, yeah. Yeah, one side. You know what I mean? And even of that side, I can only, you know, I have left and right lateral limits that I'm only able to cover, period. You know what I mean? What about the other areas of my life? I need other people in my life to be able to help me out with that. So I think, you know, like if we, as we move on and and talk about this, like, so what are some things that we can use to utilize to guard our heart, right? What, What do I need to do? First of all, hey, you said it, right? Like, what are we guarding ourselves from? Hey, I need to know that there's an enemy that wants to steal, kill, and destroy. And anytime that I'm in my marriage and I, I'm, I don't want to argue anymore. I don't want to go through the same battles anymore. I don't want to do anything else. And I just like, you know what, whatever, I'm just done. I don't want to, I don't want to fight anymore. I'm giving up. And that's coming from the enemy because he wants to steal, kill, and destroy. Right. So he, he, he wants you to give up and to not fight. Seriously, period. So I need to guard myself from that. Right. So what am I going to do to hold on to those things and fight that battle? Maybe one of the episodes we can go through the armor of God and and talk about some things. Right. But like, Hey, you know what? I need to not believe the lie. 
I need to not believe that, hey, you know what, just because I'm going through difficult times and these hard things doesn't mean that everything's falling apart, that the bottom has dropped out. No, you know what it means? It means that I need to hold on to Jesus. You know, recently, you know, I've, I've had um, two different uh, marriage counselings and and in both of those things, I was listening to, to the the different couples that were talking about all the stuff that was going on. And one was even with the family. So let's put on a third, right? One was talking about just stuff that was going on in their family. And and I'm listening to them, hearing everything that's going on, right? And we can look at all the all the symptoms of what's happening. But it's like, let's get to the heart of, of the issue. And I asked these three different at different times, right? Was is Jesus, can you fully honestly say that Jesus is at the center of your marriage or is Jesus at the center of your family? Man, in each one of those times, they're like, I can't fully say that he is. That's that's the reason why all this stuff is going on. Right. You know what I mean? So I need to guard that. So man, I need to make sure that my family is being fed. I need to make sure that my marriage is being taken care of and that I'm bringing Jesus to the center of those things. And if you're a male, you are this leader of the family. If you don't know how to lead, if you're like, hey, you know what, I this is all brand new to me, then you need to get some men in your life that can help you with that and to see what that looks like. Like, how do you take a, a family and try to lead them? Especially if you haven't been leading, that means that your wife has probably been leading the family. And when you try to start saying, hey, well, this is what we're going to do, you're going to get pushback. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? You're going to get pushback because you've been you've been so passive in the past that now you want to change the family dynamic. And it's not going to be something that your spouse is just going to hand over just like that. And not only just your spouse, your children. Too. Your kids too. Yeah. yeah, 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 for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, try to get your kids and be like, hey, we're not going to not do anything on a, on a Sunday anymore. And you're going to wake up early to go to church. <laughs> it's not going to go over Especially well. if they're teenagers, that ain't happening. It ain't going to go over well. So, you know, one of the things is like, all right, so I need a guard. I got, if I need a guard, then I need to be equipped with what I need to guard that. And it tells us, you know, hey, you need to take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. So ask yourself, if it's going to be to the obedience of Christ, is this what Christ would do? Is he going to, you know what I mean? Allow me to just walk away from my marriage? Is he going to just allow me to, you know what? end the fight with my with my children and just let them go and do whatever? No, he's not. I'm responsible for those things. You right. know what I mean? So um, so I need to bring him to the center of it, right? Um, which means, guess, how do I do that? And that was what somebody had asked me too one time. And it's like, well, how do I, how do I surrender everything? How do I, how do I just bring God into the marriage? How do I bring, I don't know what that looks like. You know what I mean? I read the Bible, but I'm reading the Bible, but I don't know what that looks like. You know what I mean? And I think right. that's a that's a very it's a valid, legit question. Yeah, 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 for sure. You know what I mean? And it's like, hey, it, you, it's taking baby steps, right, to bringing your family to doing something different that it wasn't doing before, right? Hey, so going to church is helpful for you because now you guys are 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 going to be on the same pattern of thoughts, and behaviors, right? You're listening to something to hold each other accountable to it. It's healthy to read through the Bible because when we know God's word, we know what his will is and we know what we need to do in that matter. So it can't just be relied upon one person in, you know, a family unit or even a single person in their life, right? Like surround yourself with other people that are going to hold you accountable to those things that what what God says, mm -hmm. right? And I mean, that's slowly going into it. It's just just like saying like, you know what I mean? How do I how do I get on the right diet? Well, guess what? You need to eat the right foods. And it tells us that like, hey, we feed off of God's word. You know, he he's the one that nourishes us. Jesus said it himself, right? Like man does not eat, uh, does not live by bread alone, right? Mm -hmm. But every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. So that's the start. And unfortunately, too many people are like, oh, I just don't like reading. 
then you know what? Okay, get the Bible app, you version, go through a plan and allow it to read to you at least. Yeah, do something. Yeah, you yeah. Get the word in you. I think a, a one, I don't know if you, if you, cause you're going through these that I don't I, I'm thinking about like, um, like a military standpoint, like when you're guarding something, oftentimes, you know, the why, right? Like not just who the enemy is, not what tools I need, but the why. And, um, thinking along those lines is, is the, it's not for the things of this world mm -hmm. either, right? Like it's for the treasure that you are storing up in heaven, right? Sure. Like so that so that when you get there, when you stand before Jesus, it's like you're going to be glorified with him, right? Mm -hmm. And recognizing that that is the why. That is what you're ultimately shooting for. Guarding your heart is going to get you there, right? And it's going to keep you on that path of of who of doing the right thing or when you fall off coming back and continuing. Um, and I think that's one of the things that we don't talk about a lot is like the, when you, when you fall, like coming back, you know, we were talking about, um, uh, one of the kids in the youth group before we came, before we came here. And I feel like that, you know, he was, he was on fire. He was mm -hmm. baptized at camp and he was, it was something that he, you could tell that there was the desire there and he fell and he felt like he couldn't come, come back, back. Yeah. you know? Um, and he, I, he had like the, the misconception of, I have to be perfect, mm -hmm. you know? And, um, we're all going to have these times that we all have things in our lives that we struggle with anger, the, the gossip, all the things that, that we should be guarding our hearts from. We're going to struggle with those things. And just because you struggle with it doesn't mean that you're not saved, right? That you don't have that salvation. You, then that goes back to surrounding yourself with the people who are going to be like, no, come on, grabbing them, grabbing you and bringing you back and getting you on that path and, and being that person for other people too. Like that's a, that's what, when we look at like these, the people that we talk to with Will and, and Ryan and, uh, Bay and Benny and like the testimony is, uh, up for, the real testimony for a lot of people is like that story of Just redemption, like right? Like, and that, that, Hey, like I can fail, I can fall, I can backslide and I can still come back. Mm -hmm. Right. Like I think understanding that and what you're looking for, right? Like we talked about what you put your value in and, you know, if you're trying to gather up all the things of this world, then for what? Right. What's like, going to happen when it goes away? Yeah. When, when it all goes away, when, when you die, you know, even if you don't die, right? Like there could be, I mean, we got, we got wars going on around the world right now. Like, <laughs> get raptured, yeah. yeah, like something's going to happen and like, boom, like I don't have all that stuff anymore. And that's what all your value was in. And you weren't storing up in heaven, you know, like, yeah, we're going to be judged. We're going to be rewarded. Right. Mm -hmm. Like we talked about that on Thursday, right. Yeah. We're going to be rewarded based off what we do here. Don't you want the best reward you yeah. could possibly get? Like that's uh, keep coming back, keep trying, keep doing it. Quit. Don't, don't fall away and just quit. Right. Like, well, that's, and I think, I think too, dude, that like, uh, when we go through those times of, um, trials, suffering, um, even, even, even falling into temptation, you know what I mean? It's like, that's not an indicator of, of and like you said, many people will sometimes think like, I'm not saved. 
uh, you know what I mean? Look at how horrible I am. You no, know, you know what that's an indicator of? Like, you still need Jesus. Right. You, you know what I mean? Because think about it. If you got saved and then you didn't ever struggle with sin, you wouldn't ever go back to Jesus. Think about it. Right. You know what I mean? Some of the some of the times that you have are, 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 are like the most tender times that you have with the Lord are the fact that it's like, man, everything's going awry. Like, I'm fighting with my kids. I'm fighting with my wife. I'm fighting with uh, – uh, you know what I mean? And it's like, what am I doing? And it's like, man, God, like – you try to hold on to him. You know what I mean? Right. And that's the time that you're going towards him because you realize, dude, I need you and I, I need you for everything. Like there's never not going to be a time that I don't need you. Right. You know I, I, mean? I think that's important. Like I think a lot of – like I think about that a lot like with my own personal struggles like with pornography, mm -hmm. right? Like if God just freed me of that, you know, if he was just like, boom, no more desire for that. Mm -hmm. I'm sure that would be something else. But oh, – yeah. but, I would, there would be a point in time where I would be like, man, I got this, you know, like yeah. I wouldn't be dependent on him as much. I wouldn't be praying to him. I wouldn't be like digging in, trying to like, like be right. I wouldn't be turning to the right thing. Right. I would be like, I, I got this now. Right. Mm -hmm. And then that leads to a whole nother set of sins that where it's like, okay, now, <laughs> yeah, now, now I'm God. Right. Yeah. Like essentially. So, um, I think that's, I don't know. That was my, my last little bit when I was thinking about the, what behind guarding your heart, like as in the military, like, yeah, like, cause I'm just thinking like when you were talking about like guarding the building, like we, we usually know what we're guarding against. We usually know what tools we need. And then we usually know the why. Why are we guarding this building, mm -hmm. right? Like, and so I think that is where, what it comes down to. Like, what what are you living your life for, right? Are you trying to build up treasure here? Or are you trying to build it up in heaven? Well, and I think even even thinking of that, right? Just thinking of that whole language. If if somebody came in and was like, hey, I need you to guard this. I'm like, all right, well, what are you gonna provide me with? Mm -hmm. Right. Let's just think about that. Like, okay, well, what am I going to use? What am I going to use? Right. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, well, you know, what would you need uh, if you were going to set up an effective perimeter so that way somebody doesn't, you know, infiltrate the lines, infiltrate what you're trying to come into. You're like, hey, I need, you know what I mean? And you would put a plan together, at least of the things, maybe even if you don't know what you need, mm -hmm. you're going to have some basic things that be like, hey, look, I at least need, you know, X, Y, and Z. And you would put some kind of a plan together be like, can you provide me with this? You know what I mean? If you're just going to leave me here with with just myself and some ammo, well, can I at least have, you know, X amount of ammo or whatever the case is going to be? Like, you're not going to just take that blindly. And unfortunately, so many people go into their Christian walk and that's how they just go, right? right? They're not asking. They're not thinking. They're not strategizing. You know what I mean? They're not, they're not putting those things into practice. Like, hey, you know what? I probably need, you know… Uh, uh, a Bible that I can read that I'm going to understand. I know people that are like, oh, I like reading the King James. I'm like, dude, like, <laughs> I get it. Cool. Like, if you like that language, but do you fully understand like 100% everything that's being read or do you just like reading it and you go on? Because at least get a translation that you know, hey, like, I know what it means. If you're, if you're like, I think it's the, and then King James, when it talks about, um, I don't know why I still remember this when Jesus, like uh, when he, he, the, the miracle at Cana, right. Where he turns the water into wine. Mm -hmm. It talks about firkins, right. <laughs> and it's like the measuring of what they use to whatever, you know what I mean? For the pot. It's like, do you even know what that means? Like, do you know how yeah, many gallons that might translate to? It's like, if you don't know, like have, so like it, basic things, Hey, am I able to understand what it is that I'm reading? Oh, okay. Well, that's important. Um, 
what else do I need? Do I need a group of people to surround me with that can help me in this journey in case I don't understand something? Can I have somebody that's going to, hey, what about when I have to take a, a, a nap? Like mm -hmm. if I have to sleep, somebody else has to take watch for me, right? Okay, well, do you have other people that can be there for you to support you? In that? You know what I mean? And it's like you, it, it, I mean, we do it with the most basic things, but mm -hmm. we don't do it with our walk. Yeah. And man, we shouldn't have got into military terms because now like, I got a whole nother thing, like, like revising that plan, right? Like as you're in the middle of it, like you start realizing, oh man, like I really wish I had something over here, right? Like, okay. So in, in guarding your heart, right? You're like, you're like, man, like I realize when I go on whatever website, that's, leading me into this temptation. I'm not, what can I, what do I need? Like, do I need to stop listening to this music? Do I need to stop looking at the news feed? What, like, do I need to stop doing these things and revise my plan to where it's like, okay, so I had all this in place, but now I also need to add this, sure, sure. you know, and it's, it's a, a process. It's not, I mean, it's a, it's a long race, right? Like, mm -hmm. and we want to finish and it's not about doing it all right this second, you're not going to come. Nobody is ever going to come up with the perfect plan to be like, okay, I need to guard my heart. I need X, Y, and Z. And boom, I'm fixed. My heart yeah. is guarded, right? Like, it's like, oh, wait, there's, there's, some, because that's what the enemy is going to do. They're going to try to find the weakness, right? To get into whatever it is that they're trying, your heart, that what's that weakness? What is the spot that, okay, I can get in right here. And Oh, I need some, I need some C wire over here now. Come on guys. Like, so. It, it, well, in the big thing, so you're talking about like an AAR, right? Yeah. After action report, yeah, exactly. right? And nobody wants to go through that when they failed. Yeah. <laughs> like, you sure. know what I mean? Nobody wants that review, but man, it's important right. because you need somebody to be like, Hey, you know what? Perfect example, right? Like, okay, well, what's going on? And it's counseling, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Or I haven't just, dude, it's just going to coffee with a friend, right? Mm -hmm. And just talking about things. It's like, Hey man, well, maybe you, maybe you shouldn't have been so hard on your spouse with what you said, or maybe, or if you're struggling with, you know, your language, like, well, who are you hanging around with? Are you drinking on the weekends? You know what I mean? Are you drinking uh, off times? Are you having that? You know what I mean? Like, so there's going to be things that are hindering you, you know, and there you go. There's that AAR man. That's like, Hey, let's talk about what's going on in your life. Let's talk about what's happening so that we can get a handle on it. You know right. what I mean? But also don't scrap the good. Don't like start a whole new plan, right? Like don't yeah. like, and for those who don't know, like in the AAR process, it's usually like, give me three things that we should sustain and three things we can improve on, right? Like, okay, so you got to recognize there are things that are working, but then also like, okay, this isn't working. How do I fix this? Yeah. And um, I think that's one thing that we focus on a lot is like the negative, right? Like, oh man, okay, I'm failing here. Sure. So the whole plan is garbage, right? Like, no, you're still doing good here. And we, sh as Christians, when, when we're talking to, to, when we're counseling, when we're talking to our friends about it, like, Hey, okay. Like, yeah, no, you're doing good on this part, mm -hmm. right? Like, yeah. Hey, maybe right here, we need to tighten it up, a bit. tighten it up, not talk, not maybe not drink on the weekends or maybe not drink as much, you know, maybe slow down your drinking a little bit because when you're drinking, this is what happens, mm -hmm. you know? Um, but also recognizing, Hey, you're still doing good here. Like, I think there's a lot of, I mean, you read about it with your kids and, you know, positive reinforcement. And I think that's very important on the walk where you, 
where you're striving essentially the walk, the Christ, walk for Christianity is striving for sanctification, for perfection. Mm. And it's so easy to be like, Oh, I'm a failure. Like yeah. that, you oh, know, yeah, yeah, and, sure. and be like, I'm never going to get this. And, but no, recognize like every one of us in our walk can look back and be like, I'm better today than I was yesterday. Yeah. You and know? that's what and, I was going to say. I love that. Uh, I've heard somebody, I had to remember who quoted it, but where it's like, uh, I'm not where I was. I'm not where I was. I'm not where I should be, but I'm, I'm right where I need to be. You know right. what I mean? And knowing like, Hey, like there's a product, like I'm not where I, you know, like, Hey, at least I'm not back there. You right. know what I mean? I can see the progress that I've made and eventually I'm going to get to this place. You know what I mean? Like, but I'm still holding on to doing the things that I need to be doing right. in order to follow that path. I think that's a great place to stop. That's a great. So we talked about now we got to get SOPs in order. And <laughs> see, we're just going to write it. We've been talking about it. We're going to write a field manual. Man, yeah. see, I'm going to throw it out there. Why you got to? So now, <laughs> no, now I know. Now we're going to be held accountable yeah, for now, it. So. Now there's that whole accountability thing. <laughs> Thanks, Bobby. Now we got to talk about. No, we're not going to even talk about that anymore. <laughs> we're good. So, uh, hey, guys, we know we're going into, into spring um, and we're going to. I'm, I know I keep saying, so here's the accountability thing, right? Like I'm going to create some new stuff. Uh, we are going to create some new stuff in the store um, because we're getting into that short sleeve time frame and get some, we have, we've had so much, so many little tidbits. You know, if you've looked at our store, we like to throw things on there like crazy week and uh, staying on target and don't give up what you want for what you want right now. So we got, we have some things that some new things we can throw out there and if you guys want anything specific let us know because we can certainly try to make that happen create it yeah yeah um and we're gonna have us we're gonna give you guys a discount code stay on target 20 <laughs> stay on target 20 there we go right. for that'll be for march right we're gonna do for, for all march all of march so uh all capital letters stay on target 20 and get 20 percent off the the store and that'll be um, hopefully hopefully before this episode comes out. I have at least a couple of new things, or we have a couple of new things on the store. I that keep saying good. I because I keep telling Bobby, like, I have these ideas and I'm going to do it. But Everybody's even telling me, like, hey, we should get them this and this and this and this and this and <laughs> pop up. I got you. So um, there we go. Um, I hope that this uh, podcast really kind of broke down guarding your heart among a lot of other things because we sidebars guys sidebars we were 15 minutes over what we wanted to try and do but it's all good that's what we do we talk so guys thank you so much as always support and um i guess you're ready you just ready to close it out yeah let's close it out. all right god heavenly father thank you for this opportunity thank you for uh bringing bobby and i together on this and and giving us this opportunity and as we talk about as we talked about guarding our heart and all the other aspects that we talked about today um i pray that you just for anybody listening that you you reveal to them those those areas of weakness in their lives their those areas of weakness in their perimeter their defense of, of their heart that needs some need some tending to something that they need to cut out of their life they need to fix in their lives and i know for me it, this was very eye opening and i pray that for for me and all all the others that were are listening to this god that you just help us and guide us through this and and allow us to recognize that the only way we're going to get through 
these things, the only way we're going to be able to guard our hearts is in our dependence on you, God. We can't do it by ourselves. And when we do, we are bound to fail. So I pray that you just fill everybody with your Holy Spirit, God, and allow them to to take the right steps. And we pray all of this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen.